You're listening to Mostly Technical, which is brought to you by Lair Jobs, the official Laravel job board, and Screencasting.com, where you can learn how to create high-quality screencasts faster than ever. Now, Ian and Aaron. Hello. Good morning. You uh, you, you freaked me out this morning, Ian. <laughs> you messaged no. me at 8.20, my time, and we're like, hey, well, guess you're running late, bud. I was like, what? <laughs> what? I'm outside in the street putting a new car seat and in an old car. And I'm like, wait, what time is it? Who am I late? Is he? And I was like, no, wait, Ian's, Ian's <laughs> early. We do this at 9am. So what, what's going on? Did Taylor Swift uh, keep you out too late? Yes. I was in New York last night, Taylor Swift. We have to talk about that, but this actually brings up an excellent point. First of all, a little preview here of what it's like to have more than two kids. It just your brain is just toast. Just it's lose done. it all together. You're just going to lose it. Just be happy you make it anywhere within like two hour window. Okay. Um, second of all, this is a conversation we haven't had on here. There is only one true time zone. And that oh. is the U.S. East Coast. All wow. the time zones are ridiculous. There shouldn't even be other time zones. What? So the real problem is that you are on the wrong time zone. (laughs) If we were on the same time zone, none of this would happen. How is East Coast? Okay, we can both agree West Coast is nothing. Like, it's it's, abomination. I don't even, it's like 4 a.m. over there right now. So who knows what time it is there. But East Coast? East Coast. This is where everything is. East Coast. It's in between Europe and West Coast. It's perfect. East Coast. Uh, it's not a very strong argument, if I'm being uh, honest. It's in me. between New- West Coast and Europe. You got New York. New York is the center of everything. All This, again, our New York so, theme today. I, the only thing I will give you on this is growing up, back in back in the old days when we had to watch TV, like on TV, we didn't just, you know, right. pick an app and watch TV. Right. Yeah, the pick they a would time, always, be Yeah. There. They would always say 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central. And they would always, always, always say that. And so I did growing up, I did always think, oh, Eastern is the time that right. everything airs, right? Yes. You know, Seinfeld comes on at whatever Eastern, Not and then Eastern, they adjust baby. it for our viewing time in Central. So I like, 100%. I buy, I buy that, but that's the yeah. only thing. That's the only thing I buy. East Coast, baby. Like Dallas, Fort Worth is not the center of the universe, right? Fort Worth, but I agree. New York, yeah, Fort, we, we can agree on Fort Worth, but Dallas, <laughs> I don't know. We've got Dallas and Chicago in Central. Oh, Chicago, come on. Chicago. We, we, we'll have to Nobody have this to whole conversation. Exactly. Um, I will say the only plus of the West Coast time. See, to me, Central is totally pointless. Mountain. Totally I, this pointless. is unbelievable. This the, you're the, such yeah, an aggressor this morning. There's no point in either of these. Um, but West Coast, the thing I do like about West Coast time is sports are done early. So it's like, oh, the game's on at five. The game's over at eight. You can go out yeah. to dinner after the game. Whereas like East Coast, yeah, it's, you know, it's eleven, it's twelve. Like you know, it's kind of weird. Like you have when the kids were little, it's like they want to stay up and watch the game, but it doesn't even start till nine. And so yeah. you know, there's some stuff like that. That um, wouldn't it be West great Coast if there is. were like something right in the middle where no. it's like it's not too late, but it's not too early. Extreme. It's kind of like in the center. <laughs> you know, even then, I don't think it's central. I think it's I think it's mountain. Mountain. No, I don't honestly. Like who's ever heard of, of mountain time? No, never I heard don't of that. Ever in my think life. of mountain time? No. Never ever. There's. I funny. work with. 
I work with an uh, engineer guy at Planet Scale named Mike, and he's always on Twitter talking about how East Coast is the best because he'll wake up and get like a full <laughs> day's work done before the West Coast people oh, roll out of bed. True. That's so funny. He's like, I, I just need my, my European engineers to approve my pull requests because my West Coast people are still asleep. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. We've never really had that userscape because everybody's been more like Central East for the most part. And then we do have um, one of our longtime employees, Matt, is Mountain, but he works East. Because, you know, he gets it. He's like, East Coast is the best time. And so he's always here East Coast time. He just works the East Coast day. So, yeah. So I don't I don't really have to think about that that way. But uh, East Coast, one true time zone. You'll see. Wait well, the, the feedback of this episode is going to be way I don't, I don't, If East you're Coast, banking on feedback, your, <laughs> your, uh, your scorecard is not looking so good. I, I don't no. know if we want to get into soul versus oh, five a lot first of versus only. But you, uh, I think you resoundingly lost that fight. No. So. I do not. Are you think serious? So. Yes, I am serious. I'm, my position has been only strengthened. Okay, you had two only people agree with you. One yeah, was Matt Swanson, and he was being he was being spicy because that's his brand. And one was Chris exactly. Fidal, and he doesn't know anything. <laughs> what does he know? He just he all he knows is uh, servers. That's, that's okay. Funny. We right. we can do that now, or we can talk what no, you did last night. No, let's let's we're here. Let's follow up. Let's do follow up first. Okay. So. Um, all right, so we have a little follow up, right? We have Soul. Soul does already exist on the query builder. We yes. We so the thing that we kind of independently derived that if you were to have Soul on the query builder, it would have to do a limit to and then throw an exception. That is exactly right. what exists yeah, on the query builder. So on the collection, it simply checks to see if there's more than one record, and then on the query builder, it pulls two. And if two come back, it throws an exception. If zero right. come back, it throws an exception. If one comes back, it gives you that record. So that has been clarified. Which is great. I'm all for that. Great. I like that. <clears> the <throat> times you want to know that you're definitely, you know, whatever. You want to throw the error if you get two and whatever. If you want to know if the query hits two and that's fine. Um, and we did, Tom Westrick wrote in. I like to get the email feedback. He just had, he, he uh, was under the impression that I don't use first, but I do use first. I do use first. Mm. I just don't that, want that to sounds, use That sounds like an Ian communication problem and not a Tom Westrick problem. Only, I want to use something that is more precise there. That's I just, I honestly cannot believe you're digging in on, on this one. You're just, <laughs> and then, so and many people. Matt Swanson had the perfect way to put it. Do you consider no. your fir- your wife your first wife? No, you consider that her was, your okay. only wife. What a great way to put it. It's genious. So we have to As judge this response. We have to judge this response on two vectors. One is humor. Yes. Great. Yes. Great, top, great top response. Notch. Top <laughs> notch. Best one, probably. The other is uh, reasonability. And it's just not, it's just not a, it's a ridiculous it's question. Very reasonable. It's, it's a ridiculous question. I mean, Mary, friend of the show, Mary responded to Matt and was like, I would, can, I'm the only child and I would consider myself the first child. And I would consider myself the last child. And it's like, yeah, that's absolutely right. That's a great point. Would you feel weird about calling the last method? Should should you call the last method to get one? You know you're going to get one item return yes. from this. Do you want to you call absolute, it last? Yes. No. It insane. is the exact same that's thing. Insane. Yes, it is yes. the exact same thing. I totally agree with that. But it's also <laughs> insane to say you'd want to call the last method. We haven't even warmed up yet. Yes. Last would be it is, insane. No. No, insane. listen. You're a crazy person if you want to call last. That's bizarre. If there is, okay, uh, how can I put this in terms you would understand? If there's, <laughs> if there's a table of concerts 
Yeah. And there's one Taylor Swift concert in there. Right. That's, there's that, that's one. a Taylor method. You just have a Taylor method for that. But there's one concert in New York yes. City, mm-hmm. Taylor Swift. Yes. And you say concerts where city equals New York City, where city right. equal or where performer equals Taylor Swift first, you would that's get the mean. concert back. But that's true. Yeah. And if you were to call last, you would yes. get that one concert back. I totally agree. That but, that's yeah. what no, that's not what we're arguing about, though. In the code, do you want to read the word last there? Does last make sense? If, if, okay, if the thing that I'm looking for is the last record, which could mean the last of a number of records or right. the only one that exists, right? then I would but, put last. If, but that's if, not what we're if, talking about. But okay, that's not what we're it, talking about, right? <laughs> that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about where we know there's only going to be one. We then only I would put soul. One. I mean, you could put soul. That's fine. But that's not how people use soul currently, right? Everybody uses first. I use first. Everybody uses first when they're only getting one. They know there's only one and they use first, right? Yes. Okay. I agree with that point. Right. So my only point is there is a better name for that than first. Okay. Because first this is, is the weird. Sa- I think this is the same argument. <laughs> it is the same argument. But if you put it in context of last, that makes it, you realize how bizarre that is. Because you would not want to read this code where it said last, where somebody meant one. They wanted one. So, okay. They so wrote I think, last. I think what you're arguing is that people are using something incorrectly, to which I have not, a null response. Well, My response to that incorrectly. is null. I don't think it's incorrect, right? It's obviously correct. I don't like the terminology there. I feel like it could be. I feel like I'd rather say one or only or soul. I mean, you could use soul. Yes. I mean, soul's fine. I don't like that it has like the does the two and like whatever. I mean, that's fine. You have a little extra logic in there that maybe isn't necessary. But I mean, soul. Okay. I, I'm probably gonna switch to soul to be honest with you because I do okay. Like so I think we. Better. I think what I, what I think we've come to is that the terminology may be fine even if you would prefer only soul soul is only but you feel like the popular usage has not caught up to using soul in the place of first that could be like that soul i don't think anybody even knew about soul right like i feel Correct. like soul is like nobody i mean whatever, not literally nobody but you know whatever 10 percent of the laravel devs know about soul and the rest of us have no idea so we have soul which is good maybe that's all we need um I, I still haven't thought about it enough. I have to think about it a little more. If I like that it does the extra error there, I think it's fine. Right? I think that's the only difference between that yeah. and first, though. It, uh, Yeah, I guess that's true, right? Um, yeah. I think that's true. And yeah, because first just does, it still puts the limit on, I believe. It uh, does. Of one, yeah. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I definitely like the word soul better. If, when you know you're getting one, and, you, and then right. you get the extra benefit of it is, checking to make sure you are in fact only getting one which is right. uh you know i think useful so yeah soul will probably be what i move to um so maybe that's really the same thing as if we had a one but i'm just saying the first and last are bizarre that's what i'm saying man and now we the last I, it makes the point perfectly the last is that's it's a, that's, dis- that's it right there fully disagree oh, i just want i just want to say i just want to have people check the record on the replies to the mostly technical <laughs> pod tweet and just see how many people were like, Ian has lost his mind. Because they all use first. But listen, if you go through, if you we post up some code samples, I didn't even see that reply. I wish I had. Because if you post up a bunch of code samples where people are calling last when they only want one, every single person is going to be like, oh, that doesn't look right. 
But it's the same thing. It's a, it's, no, it's not. It's, a, it's, it's the same it's thing long. as first. A, no. <laughs> yes, it is. Not. It's literally doing the same thing. No, it's not. Right? In a, in a, where you expect to get only one result back, if you call first or last, the same thing's going to happen. The only time that first or last would be the same is if you're like, where ID equals to right. last. Right. But I'm saying people use first that way all the time, right? People use first when they know they're only getting one. Yeah, and right. I don't I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. So there's right. there's what there's like our there's our fundamental there's our fundamental <laughs> right. there's our fundamental core uh belief problem is I don't have a problem with using first if I know that there's only gonna be one. Which is what I do, because I didn't know about soul, but I just think if you say I use last when I'm only gonna get one, people look at you like you're crazy. Because that's a crazy thing. It does the exact same thing. It is a crazy thing. That's a crazy thing to do. Which is why first is a crazy thing to do. But now we've got that settled. I've won. Do we? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think we do, but sure. Maybe this will be an ongoing ongoing uh, segment. I I came into this so confident that you were gonna be like, man, I I was wrong. Oh <laughs> uh, no! So I'm a little. Much, I'm, a, I'm a little bit. I'm a little uh, bit. Uh, my convictions perplexed. are stronger than yeah, ever. Yeah, that's yeah, that's <laughs> for sure. Um, okay, I do think so. that soul. The thing, the only thing that I've bent on a little bit is I do think soul is probably just fine. Like I think soul. I don't know that we need one or whatever. Like maybe soul is really fine. The extra check is fine. You should probably have the extra check there anyway. If you're calling this with the belief that you are in fact only ever going to get one then yeah that check is kind of cool because like if yeah. you get more than one then something's wrong right so i that that's pretty good there so i'm probably satisfied with soul is, is that's a little bit that is a little bit of a win in that that direction okay. i still think first and last and all that all right well we'll we'll call that a compromise for there the sake go. of for the sake of content because we, <laughs> we, we have to move on <laughs> do, do we need an hour on this i don't know <laughs> Uh, okay you stayed out super late last night i did i'm a little sleepy at the at the movies slash at the concert tell me how was it no this is how it was right here man this is you got a sparkly sequins where's the cheapo amazon brand i don't see a brand taylor swift Uh, you went unbranded sequence yeah i just had to have a little little bling for the concert but uh okay did you blend in like the cheapest made hat in the world yeah, um, I feel I feel like it's about to disintegrate. Honestly, go backwards with it. Um, uh, yeah, it was so. We saw the concert when you know in the past, and that was amazing. Mm-hmm. By far the best concert I've been to. Not even close. Um, then me and the daughter went to see it in the theater. We went down to New York so we could see it on the biggest IMAX in the country. Awesome. You haven't lived till you've seen a seven-story tall Taylor Swift. It's just unbelievable. Seven stories. Huge. Are they going to play that um, in the Sphere? Can you imagine? That would be like unbelievable. A seventy-story tall Taylor Swift. <laughs> Man, I'm definitely going if they do that. Wow, that's going to cost me a lot of money. If she like that plays is, the spear, yeah. I know you know she's I'm going. Do it. it doesn't matter the cost, whatever it is. I'm I'm going. Yes, so she's uh, going to do it. Wow, you just blew my mind there. Yeah, um, I know, but yeah, it was great. It was uh, it was really cool. It's like I mean, it's like one tenth of the awesomeness of the concert, yeah. obviously, but you know. It's twenty eight bucks instead of fifteen hundred or whatever I yeah. paid for the concert, and uh, 
And uh, yeah, it was cool. Like, I mean, who's ever been in a movie theater with like 300 people dancing down the aisles and going crazy? You know, like you're not going to see that. So yeah, so tell Marvel me, flick, right? So the 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 shtick is like this is a concert film. So like this has right. been done. This has been done before. Like there are concert films that have been done right. before, but this is the first or maybe biggest theatrical. And it's not a one night only, is it? Because I think no, my wife is going like to a- see it this week. Yeah, no, so, it's, not, it's like it's like they're releasing it like a movie. I don't think you know people have re- obviously like there's been recordings of concerts, right? And people have released them, and I think occasionally in the movie theater, but I don't think it's ever been rolled out quite like this, where mm-hmm. it's like a, an actual movie rollout. Like they did a pre-release, and they it's got like a run at the movie theaters um, across the country, like not just like hey in New York and San Francisco and yeah. Chicago, they're doing whatever some special showings. It's like no, this is in. 4,000 theaters or whatever it's going to be in. And uh, yeah, I think it's the second highest grossing October release ever. So opening opening weekend, opening weekend ever. It's the second highest October opening weekend ever. Yes. Of any movie, of any movie. So that is incredible. It's incredible. Um, I mean, there's so much demand out there for the concert, I guess that it makes some sense. Cause obviously whatever, even these huge stadiums only fit so many people. Um, and it's just obviously nice to just whatever go down the street and see it for ten bucks and all that. So uh, yeah, so you went you went to both, amazing. and you would say yeah, even then going to the movie was still worth it. Yes, I, it was fun. Like it, I mean, I think even my daughter also felt like you know it's nowhere near the concert. Like if you're sure. super into Taylor Swift, like you should go to the concert. Like it's coming back next year. You should just make it happen. Just start saving whatever you got to do. Like the concert is unbelievable. But the movie version of it, I think, captured the, you know, essence of what's going on there. And especially because, like, people in the theater, I imagine this is just how it is most places, is people in the theater are singing and dancing and up That's and about. And yeah, That's so fun. so it was great. Um, yeah. So I don't know. We're, I guess we're done with Taylor Swift for now. I don't know if we're going to my For my now. wife is going. So my wife went with yeah, a, oh, a we'll group of friends to the actual concert. Oh, she and did. then I think okay. that same group is is re-getting together to go. go to the movie. So, yeah. Oh, man. The repeat customers. Uh-huh. I know. Just killing it with the repeat customers. I know. Okay, so that's why you were out late. That's why you gave me the scare this morning. <laughs> yeah, so we're down the city, no which sleep. is like an hour and a half uh, away from me. So down in New York. Came back. I was thinking about you. This came up on Twitter. Somebody was like, oh. Whatever. I know. Good thing you didn't get mugged there. in New York City. Oh, man. First of all, New York City is the <laughs> safest city in the country. Let's just start there. Safer than your Dallas. Safer than all these yeah. cities. But also, New York City at night. I mean, did, were you even out at night? Did you leave your hotel room at in the nighttime? So let me let me tell you my experience in New York okay. City. Because right, it's it's one it's one for the ages, and the people who love New York City are going to be furious oh, with my man. experience. Oh, no. Don't so, do this! Don't do this to me. So, <clears throat> never been to New York City in my life, right. right? Go for the first time in maybe like 2018, 2019, something like that. So, mm-hmm. in in my in my late twenties, I'm maybe early thirties. I'm going to New York for the first time ever for a work trip. I used to work for a company that had headquarters up there. And so I go, I go up there, I think one day and come back the next, first of all, because I'm like, I don't, I don't super, I don't super, I don't super want to be there. So I go up and I'm like, all right, well now I'm in New York city by myself Mm -hmm. and I have a meeting, like I have a, you know, all hands, whatever in the morning. Right. I don't know. I don't know the first thing about New York city. I'm here. Didn't have a guide. No guide. Didn't have a guide. Didn't have a friend. Didn't have an Ah, anything. That's a bummer. Had had nothing. That's a bummer. 
And so I'm like, well, let me see what's around. Let me see what's around my hotel room. Maybe I'll pop what time out of year? and get a bite. What month? Oh, gosh. Um, Important information. No idea. I don't mm. even remember. I have okay. no clue. All right. Um, it wasn't super cold. I remember that. Okay. So I'm like, what's around my hotel room? Let me see if I can find something. Oh, there's a Chipotle nearby. I love Chipotle. He's killing me. I'm, I'm a man of the people. Oh, yeah, totally. I'm, I'm an everyman. Right through the heart. Right through the yeah, heart. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm in New York City. There's a mm-hmm. Chipotle. I'm gonna pull a Michael Scott. Get my favorite New York you. slice. Yeah. Yes. And so I walk, I walk over to the Chipotle, and I'm like, man, this building is crazy. New York City is wild. The Chipotle is at the bottom of the Empire State Building, That's like tough. inside the Empire right. State Building. So I walk in. I'm like, yeah, I'll have some some chicken and. Some white rice, and this is crazy, right? It's Empire State Building. And then I took it, and I walked back to my hotel room and ate it in my hotel room. (laughs) And that was... And then the next morning, I had a meeting, and then the next day, I went home. So that was my first New York City experience. So you can tell already. Yeah. The second time, my wife and I went for less than 24 hours again, but we went uh, and saw the Jimmy Fallon show record live so this okay. was all right several several years ago she was super into mm-hmm. jimmy fallon at the time the tickets are free you just have to like right do the lottery thing and so i did the yep. lottery thing surprised her was like hey we're going to new york city for a day to watch jimmy fallon and we went and that part was super cool like yep. being in the studio at 30 right. rock is like hey this is awesome <laughs> but beyond that it's just like i don't know man so my problems my problems with it Mm. One, I didn't have a guide, so maybe that's a problem. That's top. Everybody's like, oh, were you you midtown, uptown? And I'm like, dude, I don't know. I have no idea. I was where the buildings are. (laughs) And then the the scaffolding. Hate the scaffolding. I understand. Nobody likes the scaffolding. I'm a a claustrophobe, and so I just Mm. felt like I was closed in. And beyond the, the great height of the buildings, you have the oppressive scaffolding coming down on your head. Right. And in on your sides, and you're mm. bumping into people, and they're like, "Hey, I'm walking here," and I'm like, "I'm sorry, I'm from Texas." <laughs> and then, then there's garbage, it's like an '80s there's, movie. Yeah, there's garbage <laughs> everywhere. Uh, I don't think not more than at other big cities. I don't think. I don't yes, think I could walk down my street right now and not see any garbage at all. Mm. There's garbage. There's garbage everywhere. There's cars mm. double parked everywhere. It just feels yeah, cars so like so. This claustrophobe is important information. See, we didn't yes. have this information before. So there this you is go. An aspect that makes it more understandable to me now. Um, there you go. All right. So here's here's the thing. I'm gonna. I got the yeah. Deconstruct to all your deconstruct. problems. I have literally the solution to every problem you have, and you will love New York City. First of all, New York City must be experienced at night. Let's just start there. Okay. And that's going to solve a lot of your problems. Because if you are you primarily out. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> because the claustrophobe thing is much better. Because okay. there's less people. There's still a lot of okay. people, which is what makes it cool. Like, it's not like, whatever. I've been out in big cities and 10 o'clock. And you go 10 o'clock at night in downtown Chicago is dead. There's not a person in the street. There's nobody around. Except New bad City, guys. Right. Yeah, you, got that, yeah. you need Batman under there. In yeah. that underneath part, you know, where it's like exactly. built up over it. Um. No, so there's still people, so it's cool because you're like, oh, there's all these lights and people and whatever, but it's like not that overwhelming crush of people that you have like in the day in certain areas. You got to stay mostly out of Midtown. Like you were in Midtown both times. Uh, uh, Midtown's fine, but like that's not like the best spot to be to like kind of hang out. Um, and then, yeah, it's like all about different. Like yesterday, 
a lot of New York City is like the serendipitous aspect of things. So like we're walking around before the concert and they just shut down like 12 city blocks uh, on Columbus Avenue. And it's just like totally open to pedestrians. And you're just like walking down the middle of the street. There's kids with chalk. There's people set up pickleball. There's music. There's food. There's whatever. And it's just like fine. But it's not like over. It's not like um like like an event per se where like it's a crush of people. It's just like people doing their thing, wandering around. Like, yeah, you could grab a slice of pizza. You get a beer. You hang out. Fabulous. So you need a guy. So, okay. So That's what you need. My- your solution is go at night. I mean, there's stuff in with, the day too. With, but night is with great. a guide. Night is the best. Night in New York City. There's nothing else in the world like night in New York City. Stumble upon a block party. So those. That's your solution. <laughs> and you got no. You stumble. Seem, on all it, kinds does, of, it doesn't seem repeatable. There's all. Well, that's the thing because you don't know what it's going to happen to you. You go out and you experience whatever there is to experience. That's part of it. But there is just like the New York City version of these things that'll give you the same experience you want that you're comfortable with, but is a hundred times better. For example. Chipotle's okay like you could just go and have Chipotle's right and they, there's Chipotle's in New York City you should never have Chipotle's in New York City let's start there mm. if you're gonna have quick food you get pizza quick pizza is the official quick food Sparrow, bagel, right? something like that. yeah <laughs> not a Sparrow no chains but so here's a place I've gone a hundred times that's basically like Chipotle's but it's only open after like 9 or 10 p.m. it's this big it's a halal food stand which is like chicken and lamb and rice okay. and things like that like and uh, it's it actually is in Midtown, but they don't even open till ten. There's a bunch of knockoff ones, but there's only one legit one. You go to the legit one uh, in front of the Hilton, and <laughs> you you get your tray of like a big huge tray of food. It's gigantic, and you sit outside. There's like all these public seating things and sculptures and stuff. You just sit on that stuff, and you eat this outside. It's unbelievable. You go there at two in the morning. There would be a line a whole block long. People with strollers, kids. At two in the morning? Drunk, drunk people. Yes. Two in the morning. I will dig up a picture I have. Two in the morning. Strollers. Drunk people. So you're telling together. me. It's fantastic. You're telling me at two in the morning, I got to yeah. go near near the Hilton and yes. look for a meat cart. Right. And and there's nowhere to sit. So I get, right. I get, some, I get some meat off a spinny thing. Yeah. And then they're like, uh, good luck. Go sit somewhere. Yeah. And I'm sitting amongst... What well, I'm the told are sculptures. There. Yeah, which they are sculptures. Uh, we'll, have to, we'll have to check the record on that. <laughs> it sounds it's, it sounds like you're reframing an inconvenience no, as like a charm. That that's well, my take I mean, on it. I mean, that's true, I guess, in a sense. Yeah. Um, you could also take this like back to your hotel. This is kind of like the late night after you've gone out, you stop there. You know, I've been you know, if you're in the Hilton, you can go back into the Hilton I do love a late food. night bite. So that oh, that part of it that best. part of it is appealing to me. I think we need to back up it's a second. How do you nowhere say better? Wait, how do you say the restaurant that I went to that's in the bottom of the Empire State Building? How do you say that? Chipotle's? Chipotle's. Yeah. How do you say it? Chipotle. Chipotle. Interesting. Chipotle's. You're, you're probably you're probably right. Because you're closer to Mexico, right? You just, you just fold it. I never expected you to just fold <laughs> on that one. Listen, I'll never say it that way. I can't even I, remember I what heard you said. 30, but... I heard 30% of your story because I was like, Chipotle's. <laughs> Chipotle. Chipotle. Like, Wait a minute. Is these two Hang different on. things? Yeah. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know the first thing about New York. Yeah. Um, maybe it's okay. a whole different chain. Uh, yeah, I think it might be. Maybe that's maybe that's why Chipotle's <laughs> Chipotle definitely Chipotle. But Chipotle, um, I do love hmm. a late I do love a late, late night, night bite. bite. The best city a late in the night world bite. for late night the, bite. I think the best. If I'm if I'm gonna get a late night bite, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get pizza by the slice. That's what oh, I'm gonna get. I mean, yes, that's that's the 
one you should start with, of course. Like yeah. that is pizza at like 11, 12 at night in New York City. Just nothing better. Like it's not old and nasty. It's like fresh. It's delicious. They reheat it, make give it that little extra crisp. So- I am willing to reconsider my position on New York City. Okay. I will only do so if I come and like hang out with people that I know. That's so why like you if, do I, it. if I come up there and you show me around, or I think does does Sam Selikoff live in New York City? Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I made a hysterical reply to one of his tweets, and he was like, "Don't make me like you after you trashed New York City." And it's like, <laughs> "Oh no, I didn't know you lived there." Um, so if I go yeah, up there and like, New Yorker. if there are friends there that can show me cool stuff, that's fine. But if I'm just walking around in the heat and the garbage and the scaffolding, I mean, and listen, the, then the cab drivers the are the worst time in New York. You don't want to be in New York City in the summer. It's stinky. It's uh, you know whatever. What it's not, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't say let's you know go in August. Like you want to go, you go fall or spring. Just forget it. It's perfect. We're gonna have to do podcast meetup. That's what we do. That's great. You do a podcast it. meetup, right? You come to New York. Listeners can come and hang out. I'll tour you around. We'll grab Sam, grab a couple other people. And then it's a write-off. That <laughs> You're 100% accurate. It's a, absolutely a write-off. What's better than that? A trip that is a write-off is my favorite kind of trip. Yep. It's, I love it. All right. I'm it. open I'm open to reconsidering um, All right. my opinion. Woo! So we'll, we'll hold it. We'll put a pen in it there. All right. All right. Should we do some actual uh, technical? Should we go technical instead of mostly? Yeah, let's go technical. You want to talk? You want to talk? <laughs> you want to talk spreadsheets? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's talk spreadsheets. So you built a mega collaborative real time spreadsheet thingy like I did. four years ago. What the hell? I, like I did. I didn't even know this about you. I know. I know because this is back when I had like four hundred followers on Twitter and I was just tweeting into the void. Was um, this a product? Was this a thing you just built to do? This it? was an like... internal. This was an internal tool. So I used to oh. work at a at a property tax company. Um, okay. Which, you know, property tax is is big. We don't have income tax in Texas. Property tax is very high. And Mm -hmm. so these companies exist to protest the taxes Mm -hmm. on behalf of homeowners. So like that's what we did. Homeowners would hire us. And then we were the registered agents that would go in and be like, no, it's too high. And that's kind of what we did. Yeah. So the like the domain, the the problem space is we work across a lot of properties. Right. So we had. Right. I think when we started, we had like 15,000 under management. And when I left, we had like 75,000. And wow. so we have all of these homes that we have to to like do these protests on. And, you know, when you're working in. So I built the entire like internal app. So when I started, mm-hmm. I was the only developer. When I left, I think there were like four or five. Um, but I built the entire internal app. It's all, you know, traditional Laravel. And, you know, when you're working, like when you're doing. Like when somebody calls in and like, hey, I need to ask about my property. You go to like the detail screen, you know, you go to properties slash one and it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, here's everything about your property. That's fine. When you're like, uh, I need to look across the 500 properties that are assigned to me for this day going in, you know, screen by screen is not going to work. Right. Right. We've had solutions for this a long time. It's called a spreadsheet. Right. But, but spreadsheets like. You can export the data out of your Laravel or whatever app and import it into the spreadsheet. But then you're stuck in this you're stuck in this no man's land of the data may be stale and how do the updates get back to my application, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And so you, at some point you just don't trust the data and once your employees don't trust the data, it's like game over. 
because then they never know if they're operating on shore footing or not. And it's like, you can't go into a, a, a hearing and be like, Hey, this is the data. I think it's pretty right. Um, (laughs) So what I did was I built out, I built out a different view. So you have like the index view where you can kind of look through the UI. You've got the detail view where you can look at a specific, you know, bunch of forms and stuff on a single page. Then you've got the spreadsheet view where you can take like a thousand properties and be like, all right, this is my work list for today. I'm the Dallas agent on October 16th. And these are the properties I'm going to work today. Let me throw them into an internal spreadsheet. And then Every single cell that I have exposed as the developer, every single cell in there is two-way bound to the actual eloquent Laravel models. So you could right. go in and say, all right, the property was listed at you know 300,000. I got it cut to 275,000. I'm going to go in and type 275 into that cell. It's going to update the entire application everywhere. And I just move down to the next row. Row by row by row. You just move Mm. down and you never have to leave that screen. It's updated two ways automatic. So if two agents are working on the same work list, you're seeing their updates pop in. (laughs) It was it was the coolest thing, frankly, one of the coolest things that I've ever I've ever built. And it was so much freaking fun. That is like, I mean, did you have um one of the things that would worry me about that exact scenario is like, do you have like confirmations? Because like, like in a spreadsheet, it's like you edit, the, you know, the number you put in part of, part of a number and then it does it yeah. update back or does it not? And like, how does that work? And if it updates back too early, is it kicking off some other workflow or whatever? Like, yeah. So there were um one of the great things is there were uh Laravel validations on each cell. Mm. So I could say like, um, you know, this cell needs to be a number and it needs to be between this value and this value. And so if you typed in, if you typed in, oh, I got this house cut from 300,000 to 200 or to 29,000, it would be like, right. wait a second, you got this house cut by 90, whatever percent. Are you <laughs> sure? Amazing. And so it would pop up. It, yeah. The client's real happy. We're going to send them a huge <laughs> bill. It would pop up an alert that says like, this value is out of range. And so like, right. that was cool. Another yeah. protection was um, certain cells could only be updated by certain people. So like mm. there was an authorization, there was an authorization layer that would say like this cell is only updated by these five people. And if you tried to change it, it would throw that same error. And then I just put in like a blanket uh, protection that you couldn't change more than I think it was like 30 or 50 cells at once. Mm. And so if you accidentally selected the entire column and hit paste, right. it would be like, ah. Right. I don't think you can do that. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. You gotta have those yeah mass edit protections. Well, this yeah. is really interesting too, because like what to me you're kind of talking about, um, and which I hit a lot in Help Spot uh, is this idea of like because help desk agents they don't need to usually edit across a hundred tickets necessarily, mm-hmm. but they will often want to see a hundred tickets, especially if they're more like managing or things like that. It's like, well, let's see what's going on today. Like, here's everything that's open, for example. And one of my hugest beefs in all of web development, especially web design, is there's so much good web design out there now. And there's all this like templates and it's all beautiful and whatever. And literally, I don't think I've ever once seen any of these sample SaaS apps designed in a way that like deals with data density of a real application. 
Like they 100%. never ever. It's like look at it shows seven rows on the page, and it's like yes. nobody wants seven rows. And on it's the page. got an like, avatar <laughs> next to everyone, like a pretty icon. And you're like, bro, I need to yes. see one hundred rows on right. this page. I want to yeah. see as much information on this page as I can without scrolling, and but yep. still have spacing and stuff. Like I want it to have density, but still be readable and all these yes. things. And it's like. And obviously the spreadsheet is like the extreme. It's like, whatever, we're giving up even that and we're just doing like maximum density. And yep. especially if you're editing, that makes total sense. But even in my case where like, I'm not mass editing generally, but it's still like, they want to see a lot. They don't want to have to scroll like 20 pages because like a hundred yes. rows is like, you know, infinitely deep. But like, they never, never, ever do you see anybody web design for these things uh, in no. the abstract, right? Like, it's only right. the real apps that do it. Like, but the abstract designs never have these things. So. Yeah, and so that's when I, that's when I was like, okay, instead of inventing this from whole cloth, instead of saying right. like, all right, I'm just going to figure out how to design a, a you know, a Tailwind esque UI that gives me max density, because right. then when you do that, you get to this point where it's like. All right, I'm going from read only to I need to edit this one value, and at that point, you're host. Right, yeah, it all, it all game over. The jam sure. has broken, <laughs> yep. and now you're, you're no you're longer dealing or something. Yes, like, you're no yeah. longer dealing with like strict, you know, TRTDs where you can get like infinite performance because it's just a right. table on the page. Now you're like, oh, okay. You also have a thousand, you know, form bindings or view components <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And so I just bailed and went straight spreadsheet, but. That's with awesome. the ability to control, like I can still do the, you know, maybe the majority of the cells are read only and certain ones were edit. And so that helped. Like you can, you can just have a read only spreadsheet and just kind of work through it that way. That was really helpful. And then also you still get some visual control. Like I could still do color coding for like right. this property is overvalued. This one is under, I could yep. still put links in there. So I still had a little bit of control over like the UI. So I could say, Hey, click on this link and that'll take you to another screen in the app that shows you all of the evidence that the homeowner sent in. And I could still do like computed properties. So instead mm. of, you know, instead of having to like calculate everything, I could set up formulas myself on the back end so that when they typed in a value, you know, the three cells next to it would populate and that yeah. kind of stuff. And it also helps like, so one of the main things I was focused on at that job is process improvement and process mm. automation. And like letting the computer do what the computer's good at and the humans do what the humans are good at. And so one of the things like anytime you typed in a final value of like what you got the house down to, typically then you'd have to go in and type in like, all right, and I did it on this date and it was done by this agent. And so I was one of the things you can do is like, all right, whenever they type in a final value, just put the date and the logged in user right. as the agent and the date. And right. it's like, why are y'all typing? That was one of the things I came in. I was like, why are everything y'all are doing is manual? And that's just, you right. know, yeah, just that's just these evolved. businesses that aren't, right. that aren't tech businesses. It's like, yeah, yeah, well, our business is working, dude. So why don't you not complain so much? It's like, ah, oh, that's okay. That's a good point. Um, but yeah, that was one of the things that I set up a macro system to where like, when you do this thing, populate these cells with these values and right. so I think it's, I think I could do, I want to try like a super long form YouTube video, like two, three, four yeah, you were hours. Saying you were going to make a YouTube video about this. Yeah. Really I'm curious. I'm curious how that would perform. Would you um, stream yourself for four hours or you would actually no record it and edit it down? Record and edit. I've found, it's a big edit. I've found this, it's a huge edit. I've found <laughs> that the streaming is just not valuable. Yeah. It's fun to like, 
it's fun to hang out sometimes for a little bit. Um, like as some like viewing. community building more than yeah, the actual yeah, video yeah. is not going to perform necessarily. I don't think anybody's going to watch a four hour rambly yeah. stream. Um, but so but it you would think be a little four hour produced video. I don't know. They would watch. Yeah, I think they would experiment. watch chapters of it, maybe chapters right. at a time. Around, yeah. Um, but the odds are higher than full project. Yeah, I think it would be fun, and I'm you know, most try. most of the hard work is done, like the actual right, figuring you know out building, how to yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, we'll see. I would love to see more spreadsheets in 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 the game because in the world. Spreadsheets what are... did you use for the data table? Like for the spreadsheet, was it yeah. use like AG Grid or something, or did you build I your used own? A, I no, I used one called Hands On Table. Um, okay. Oh, and so it's a it's an AG Grid competitor. Mm-hmm. Um, and I back when I was evaluating, I don't I don't really remember exactly why I picked that one, but I do remember that Hands On Table had incredible extensibility. Um, in right. terms of like being able to modify cells and hook in hook into basically every um, application or, or lifecycle event of the spreadsheet. And I yeah. used that extensively. So hands on table was amazing. It's kind of expensive, maybe. Mm. I think it's like a thousand dollars a developer a year or something. But like for a real business, we didn't even think twice yeah. about it. Right. We're like, exactly. sure, yeah. you're going to build a spreadsheet for me and I don't have to freaking do the hard part. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, and that's not something that's, you know, $500,000 of development to build out, like, a a really good JavaScript data table setup. So, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, real businesses, they whip out the credit card easily and quickly for things they need. Yeah, if you need to build an actual spreadsheet and your business isn't building spreadsheets, just, (laughs) golly, just pay somebody to do that for you. Yep, for sure. Oh man, well, uh, what else we have here? I guess we stay on tech here. What about this static static site generator? I got I got opinions on static sites, so this will be interesting. Oh, be tell me what are your, what are your let me, let me set the table and then you tell right, me you tell me your opinions. Okay. Um, Tony Tony Lee of Dev Dojo, uh, Laravel community member, just released a new uh, static site generator called kind of confusingly called Static. So right. it's gonna be it's gonna be hard it's gonna be hard to Google for, um, but it's at static.devdojo.com, and from what I can tell, it is like a very it, it's npm install. So already it's not a Laravel thing, which I think is interesting. But yeah. it's a static site generator that uses Node to compile your HTML into a static website, which is every static site generator. Um, but he's got a lot of cool templates. I think it's a heavy focus on Tailwind. Um, and he's got the website's a, great. What got a beautiful website with some docs and templates and everything already. So I haven't tried it, but I, of course, like everyone, have thought I'm going to build my own static site generator at some point. <laughs> um, so I saw this, and I know that Tony makes really good products. So first of all, your thoughts on static sites in general? You've got a lot. Well, yeah. So definitely nothing about this. I haven't tried it. Like the website looks really cool and looks, you know, whatever static site generator, great. Um, I'm not a fan of stock site generator. I also went wow. through that phase. Uh, like my personal website is stock site generator. And of course, you know, I don't know. To me, it's like you don't use the stock site generator every day, right? It's like you use it for your personal website, you use it for some random thing. And like I had a need to update my website a couple weeks ago and I, I hadn't touched it in like three years. And like, yeah. so I had to go back and figure out what the hell the stock is. Then it didn't yep. work, of course, right? So I had to upgrade the thing and get it working on PHP and blah, 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 whatever. And it's just like, why? Like, if this was just a Laravel app, I wouldn't have to think at all. It would 
Yep. I could do anything I need to do instantly without any extra thought or work. And I just think there's no point in a stock site generator. Like, uh, so even if you just need like a form on your website, right? It's like, well, now I have to figure out some way to get a form. I have to use some right. form service or whatever, like, because I can't even just have a form. Um, and also like what, what the ostensible kind of that word. That was pretty good. Yeah. You Something. went for it and that was it. Um, yeah, yeah that's it. Right. Uh, <laughs> reason for the stock site generator essentially is for like speed. But that's not even really a good reason because you, can, first of all, like most Laravel sites can be fast enough for most websites yeah. on the $5 Linode or whatever. But also, uh, you can just have Cloudflare in front and just tell it to cache forever. Like, that's what I actually do with HelpSpot.com. It's like every page is cache forever, even though it's a Laravel oh, nice. app. And that's then smart. they just serve it off the edge of, you know, 500 locations, two feet away from the customer. And it's instant and it's static um and then whatever you clear clash when you update so yeah i don't know to me it's kind of it's like one of these cool things geeks love because it seems like it's useful but then in fact it's more work and yes like the technology's outpaced it in terms of cdns and what they can do and things like that so i don't know what's your take um well i will steal man the other side but i uh, happen to fully agree with you um, <laughs> because yeah i'll tell you what my site is running on but i yep. think the the steel man of the other side is not very strong honestly so we'll call it a bronze mm -hmm. man it's like you can deploy it anywhere for free i feel like that is right. the appeal of the static site right. is GitHub pages and whatever. GitHub pages cloudflare pages you know whatever right. you can put it anywhere for free and if maybe you're an open source project or maybe you're creating dozens of sites, like being free is matters, but man, that was a, that was a bad steel man. Um, <laughs> but also you have a $5 Linode with yeah, 20 websites running on it. And like, yeah. um, okay. So the reason I can't steal man is because my site, my AaronFrancis.com site is just a Laravel app. Just... Right. Just as plain as it be. comes, Laravel app, just Nothing serves better. some views. I don't even know if I have anything that is not static, like right. that wouldn't work under a static regime. Yeah. But it, you know why? You know why it's this way? Because it's easy. I yep. always remember how to update it. It's just freaking markdown in Laravel. And if I want to add like oh, a, if I want to add a redirect, so I think AaronFrancis.com slash YouTube like goes to my YouTube channel. I just put a, I just put a, a redirect in the in the routes file right so like, yes, i have to figure out it. netlify's redirect json ah, whatever don't netlify. care about that don't care yeah. about that the other thing is i just i just push it to laravel vapor and i don't worry about it mm, and at the end of the month it, oh love vapor we love vapor at the yep. end of the month i look and i'm like oh wow i spent eight cents on my personal site <laughs> oh, i'll have to skip a coffee or something right. but yeah it's just i don't i i don't find I don't find the the value to be very like the amount of time I would have to invest to figure out a static site generator. Right. I'm just like, I could just keep running this Laravel app that I've shifted from Laravel six all the way up to 10. And it's like, it just, it just works. I yep, don't care. Exactly. Yep. I mean, yeah, that's exactly what happened to me is like, I'm on yeah the static site generator and then that was broken. And then Netlify was broken. Cause like, yep. this was like four years ago when everybody was like, Netlify. Yep. And I'm like, well, let me see if this thing's like, actually something real and useful and important and obviously i decided and discovered it was not um yep. so it's like okay like and then of course that was broken because i had to update something or whatever you know so it becomes like a two-hour process to like do the tiniest update in the world to yep. my website um so yeah everything every, all of our other like business sites or everything are all just laravel apps 
Um, but now with like Folio, it's like it's like really and makes it even easier. I haven't actually used Folio yet, but um, but yeah, now but you, under, you understand buy, that you understand it will make things easier. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it will make things easier when I redo IanLandsman.com someday. Uh-huh. Uh, that will be much nicer to just pop those in those folders and be done with it. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So I think we're on the same page there. But if you, <laughs> but if, if, if you're not, if you love static site generators. This I mean, one, yeah, this one looks cool. pretty. This Thanks, one looks man. pretty amazing. Sorry, Tony, for the for the uh, <laughs> for the segment on static site uh, generators. Well. We should have just done a segment without bringing up his thing. But, yeah, maybe uh, so. Well, his thing looks know, awesome. If you're into it, looks it great. looks cool. Yeah, Tony. Tony makes good stuff. Us, maybe. This one looks awesome. If you're not fundamentally opposed to the core concept <laughs> of static site generators, use this one. Uh, this one looks great. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. like this is what's wonderful about the internet. We've kind of forgotten that, like. You know, whatever it can be stuff for everybody out there. Yes. And you, it doesn't have to be for you. And there's people who are obviously super into it. Like people are into React or they're into Vue or they're into whatever these other things. And that's why there's all these options. So, yeah. So good job, Tony. My yep. bad. <laughs> no, my bad. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's bad. My, I'll take I'll take the heat on this one. Yeah. You don't want this much heat, man. You don't want. I don't. I can't handle heat. this much heat. It's bad for the brand. <laughs> yeah. Uh. All right, so we got one one more topic officially on the docket. Okay. This is all you, man. I gotta hear this. This is all me. Um There's another so hot the- take coming in, I think. <laughs> you claim no hot takes. We've had a lot of beef with you on the internet this week. You say no hot takes right in your profile. And you have a lot of hot takes lately. Let's just say that. Here's the here's the deal. The hot the um the no hot takes is per medium, right? So on Twitter, <laughs> on Twitter it's out. Yeah, on Twitter, it's no hot takes because the medium is so constricted that nuance mm. is not available, right? Right, right. So on YouTube and long form, hot takes are more allowable because... True. we have discussed this, yeah. Yeah, it allows for nuance. So little room, little room to breathe out over here. Yeah, there. so here is the, uh, here's the official card as it stands on the next podcast outline. Written by me, tunnels are good, comma, <laughs> we should have more tunnels. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I did laugh out loud when I heard that when I read it. I was like, "Oh, tunnels are oh, good." Wow, tunnels are good. We should have more tunnels. Okay, it's not the, ho- it's not the hottest of hot takes, to be fair. No, like, no, it's a very, it's a very lukewarm take. At tunnels least, are at good. Least in, who's gonna argue? Yeah, yeah. Who's gonna argue tunnels with are that? Good. Tunnels are good. Here's here's where people are gonna lose their god dang minds. Is when I say I think we should have oh, autonomous vehicles in tunnels. Okay, here we go. And and for. before before He's on Dave the full Hicking, Elon plan. yeah, before Dave Hicking says you've just invented subways or trains, but worse. <laughs> that's true. Because that's what that's <laughs> what people true. are gonna say. It's like wow, yeah. congratulations to this tech bro who has invented subways, <laughs> but a worse version. Like yes. okay, all right. So here's first of all tunnels tunnels as as they stand alone are amazing tunnels mm-hmm. totally rule if you haven't watched tunnel youtube you got to watch tunnel youtube tunnels there are, are some tunnels there are some really really great channels that are like purely engineering channels it's like mm-hmm. done by tunnel companies in i think they're all in europe i haven't seen any good american tunnel videos but that like show how they dig tunnels like up mountains to do yeah. you know to run stuff and it's like Oh, this is incredibly cool. And yeah. as a claustrophobe, terrifying. <laughs> if you watch some uh, of these videos about like the people that actually dig the tunnels yeah. and they're in these they're in these machines. I love the tunnel diggers, man. Those are Oh the best. my 
gosh. I love a that tunnel is, digger. Oh, dude. That is the most terrifying. I, I had sweaty hands the whole time I was watching. It was so <laughs> scary. But the way that they like inject concrete into certain parts to prevent, you know, to prevent the soil from collapsing and the way right. that they like push forward and then reset and then push for it's very, very, very cool. So anyway, yeah. tunnels, tunnels as like a platonic ideal. Great. Love it. Gotta have it. Love tunnels. Keeps the so over then, keeps the land free for other uses. You're not mucking I'm up saying. everything above ground. Yep. Yes. Like that. So here's here's my here's my hottest of hot takes on yes. the future of mobility. Unfortunately, America has been designed for vehicles. Like definitely. Should should it have been different? Should it change? I don't know. Null response on that. My okay. my current observation of the world. Whoops. My current observation of America is uh, it's been designed for vehicles. So if we hold that to be true, the question is mm-hmm. like, what do, what do we do about that? Right. If if we had the political wherewithal to get trains all over the country, that would be awesome. That would be super duper cool. I do love we've train. been work. We've been working on like a Texas, Austin, Houston train. I mean, that's the most obvious train in the world. For like twenty years, <laughs> literally, you don't even have, like there's like tons of land, like just build. And we're it. one state. The there's is. nobody. There's like, nobody to negotiate right. with. It's just yeah. us. And so, I just have come. I have come to believe that we don't have the political willpower or desire to like build trains. And part of me thinks because the average American thinks trains are European. I do think, yeah, or at least There's the reverse like sense, of that right? to me. It's more. It's also like the like car is such an American thing. Car I think is such American. An identity with yes. the car, right? That like is so strong in America that I yes. do feel like that is hard to overcome. And like, and like, if you go the next level up of like autonomy and independence is like yes. kind of this core American attribute. And you know, the car is very independent. Like I can take it literally anywhere I want to the foot, yes. right where I want to be. Whereas like the train obviously can't do that. You know, you're gonna have to walk five minutes or whatever, and like, it's not the same thing. So, yes, totally agree. Same, same coin, different sides. Trains are European, yeah. cars are American. Is that right. stupid? I don't know. I, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I just think that it's true, right? right? I think that it's true that Americans think you can't, you can take my car away when you take my life away. I feel like that's what Americans think. You know, like, what you, what's funny about that is that Europeans, if you ask most Europeans, they're all about the airplane. They are not about the trains. They are all about the like. There's twenty nine dollar planes everywhere. And yeah, we take that's true. Twenty nine dollar planes, and we don't we don't go through the channel. We're not taking the train across the continent. We just fly everywhere for twenty nine bucks. And they're actually super. And the trains are for the tourists. But I took the channel like a chump. Apparently, so no, I took the channel too. I was like, y'all have trains to go underwater. Yeah. Uh, cool uh, okay. So I think what I think what I would I think what could be the future of autonomy mm. and what maybe should be is mm-hmm. we should have autonomous vehicles mm. that run in an underground network of tunnels because here's mm-hmm. what you get from that here's mm. what you get from that you get to reclaim the surface right right so you get to reclaim the surface for the humans which is where the yep. humans should be is like walking around in nature not trying to avoid a six lane car like a six lane road through your neighborhood which is where we're at now which is stupid but you also get the last mile problem solved right so i could you know i could take my forerunner and pop in the tunnel here and then pop out you know 30 miles away at my parents house and then navigate directly to my parents front door so we can't get rid of all roads right? right we should get rid of in my opinion the major like major thoroughfares should all run underground you get infinite stacking 
You don't have to. Right. You just go deep as you want. Keep going. Yeah. You keep going. You never stop. Trains. One of the big problems with trains, they're always stopping. I'm like, I'm not yeah. stopping here. Keep going. Right. I want to go to the next stop. <laughs> and they're always like, well, you got to let the other people off. I'm like, it's about me, not about the other right. people. Yeah. And that's what you get with cars. It's, you just, you never have to stop. You pop out at your house. You should have a big house. flag back here or something. Yes. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, so, I'm with you. So, and then autonomous vehicles have gotten mm. pretty good already in the chaotic, like real world. Imagine how good they'll be constrained by tunnels. It's just like, just don't hit the walls or anything in front of you. Just keep going. Hmm. So there is um, there is a car manufacturer or like sub manufacturer. It might be a Chevy uh, subsidiary called mm-hmm. Zooks, Z-O-O-X. Mm, and it's one this. of these it's one of these vehicles that doesn't have a steering wheel, doesn't have a front seat, back seat. Right. It's just like honestly, it's like a train car or train cabin or tram um, mm. where the seats face each other. And it has like, you know, four to six seating capacity. And right. I think that is going to be the future. Basically, we'll all get in our own little our own little pods that'll go into this tunnel network. And then we'll still get to reuse all country roads, rural roads, last mile roads, because we can't fundamentally re-architect the cities of America. However, there's one city that's being built from scratch called something in Tempe, Arizona. Cul-de-sac. It's called cul-de-sac. I just read about this. It's great. They're building that it from scratch cool. to be car free. And that yeah. that is honestly what I would I would love to live in a city like that. Yeah. But there we just don't have so far the desire to rebuild our cities. So right. tunnels tunnels are good. We should have more tunnels. Hit I like, me. I like this take. I like this take. <laughs> I mean I mean the obvious the uh, first of all, the very obvious thing to bring this full circle is there's no city in the country and probably the world that has more tunnels than New York City. So New York City okay, should be your yeah. very favorite place on earth. Let's just yeah, start right there. Well, okay. Tons of tunnels, multi-layered. We'll go through Grand Central, hundreds of tunnels coming in all at one okay. spot. That's very cool. cool. Yeah, that's right. kind of cool. Um, yeah, t- I mean, I, I, I agree with you. Um, I agree with your you. Voice, your voice, your voice just <laughs> betrayed you. You reached, you reached the register where it's like, yeah. I don't agree with you. No, I do. I do tend to agree. I mean, I do think you're never going to build all these trains. Like, forget it. The trains aren't yeah. happening. Like, the Northeast has trains, and they're cool, and I take them um, because it's old, and the trains were here first. But I just don't see being able to build. Maybe there'll be some big high speed lines at some point between major cities, but I don't think you're ever going to get more than that. Where like in the city, there's like this I whole know. network of trains, like New York so, has. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So without that, and I think they're going. I mean, the autonomous vehicle. The thing to me is like people talk about it like it's going to be here really soon and i just don't mm-hmm. know i mean like tesla built their own tunnel and they have ostensibly the best autonomy and in those tunnels they have humans driving you around in those tunnels in vegas they so do. it's like you know i don't know the, the the whole i mean i haven't gone through it i want to go through it when i go to vegas next month but it looks very claustrophobic and yeah, not an entertaining ride um so yeah i think you kind of have to get the autonomy to that place where it's truly autonomous and then like yes you don't even know it's like there's just screens on the inside of the car like you don't even see you're whatever it's a beautiful sunset you're watching while you fly through this little tunnel thing or whatever um so i could be down with all that i mean i think eventually we get there but i don't know if we're gonna get there i think it's gonna be a while like i don't think it's gonna be like when your kids are driving even though i know that's your plan but i don't know i think my kids i think i still hold 
to the facts or to the belief that my kids will not have to drive because the mm. cars will be autonomous. I do think I that they will still exist on the surface of the earth. And they'll have to go on the it. surface. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there is like these other things too, like tunneling is like, I mean, it's obviously probably, I would think quite expensive uh, yeah. to tunnel compared to surface roads. Um, you have like security stuff with tunnels when you have like 20 layers deep of tunnels there's obviously people who might try to collapse those tunnels and things of that nature you have to worry about um but yeah I, in principle i enjoy the idea i definitely think people want that last mile aspect yes and people don't like you know like last night i could have taken the train but the thing is where this was is in lincoln center which is like in 62nd street or whatever so like you have to take the train. I have to go to like the train station in my town, which is like the wrong direction. And then I have to like go an hour and no, it's almost two hours on the train because it makes every stop. Because on a Sunday there's no express yep. trains, so I make every stop for twenty stops, the whole line down. Then I got to get on a subway or take a taxi to get up to where I need to be. Um, so it's like a three hour trip each way if I'd done that. Whereas if I drive, it was an hour and a half. So yep. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna drive um so yeah there is that problem of like yeah the that, train gets yes, you in the zone that, but it doesn't get you where where you need to be and am i gonna be exactly with a 10 year old right. on a train at three in the morning to get home like eh, you know it's like or we could be home at midnight or whatever and yeah yep. so that part is a bummer but i do like tunnels i do like the idea of autonomous vehicles as the other problem with autonomous vehicles is like the bar is gonna be so much incredibly higher than for humans right like we're all fine with like humans going around drunk killing people all the time. Not that we're actually fine with it, right? But like, yeah, this speak, is like speak for yourself. The, <laughs> <laughs> like, I think society has. I just want to go on the record and say I'm not fine with that. <laughs> I'm not fine with it either. But we have all accepted it, right? Like, there yes. is not a breathalyzer in our cars, right? There right. is not a speed limiter in our cars. Like, Based we have on all these things behavior, that could easily we have be done. That. We yes. could totally do all these things. We don't do any of them to make things safer, right? If anything, the opposite, right? Here's your Tesla. It goes zero to 60 in two seconds. Why do I yep. need a car that goes zero to 60 in two seconds? But it, but it does it, right? So we're going the, the opposite direction on safety, it really, in terms of cars. And it's like, okay, but you know when the autonomous cars kill a family or mow down somebody on the side of the road or whatever, like, even though... I have no doubt as somebody in technology that these cars will be way, way safer than any human could drive. But the bar is going to have to be really super yep. high. Like they're going to have to be so incredibly safe before people are like, yeah, I'm going to buy that and I'm never going to drive. I'm not going to have a steering wheel and I'm going to trust this thing isn't going to drive me into the river or whatever. Uh, the bar is just yeah, super, super high. Like You know what I, you know what I think like, is going to happen there? I think... I think Tesla and I think any any company that manufactures an autonomous vehicle is going to end up self-insuring them. So mm. you you won't have like Ian Landsman won't have insurance on your autonomous vehicle. You will pay a fee or whatever or or not. But Tesla will hold insurance on that. And like Berkshire Hathaway will back it up and they'll buy it mm. because that's going to be the way that I think that's going to be the way that they they push the cars out. Be like, listen. We know that your state, like, we know that somebody's going to try to sue the pants off of you if this thing ever crashes. You don't have to worry about it. Like, you're insured. Your vehicle itself is insured yeah. because you're not the driver. We're the driver. So I think that's that's how that is going to happen. I still don't know if, like, as the person buying the vehicle, I guess, will people buy vehicles, though? Or is everything just, um, like, why do you buy a vehicle? Rented, Maybe it'll just yeah. be these fleets of autonomous vehicles or whatever. Uh, but I still think as the person buying it, you're going to have a big hurdle of, like, do I trust this thing? Do I trust it? it? Yes. Yeah. To like drive me, like whether I'm insured or not, like I still have to trust it to get me. Yeah. Whatever. 
if it hits somebody else, or that's like an insurance thing. But if it kills me, that's a me thing, right? right? So, um, yeah, I don't know. Well, well, I think we'll probably get there, but I don't know. I don't know. Well, I guess I we'll know. see how soon. I know I have a friend who uses that Waymo, Waymo, mm-hmm. whatever the, the Waymo? Google thing in yeah. San Francisco. He loves it. He's like he's he's like takes like he just universally only uses that. He's like it's the best thing ever. Hasn't been scared yet. So Cruise has self-driving. Cruise has self-driving vehicles in Dallas now. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Have you taken one? I have not. No. You should try one. Let I us know. know how it is. I will try one and report back. I've seen them. I've seen them on the road, and I'm like, those things are cool. Mm. I think they're still. I think they're still supervised in Dallas. I think okay, they're unsupervised yeah. in San Francisco, but I think in Dallas and Austin, there's still a driver sitting in, or a person right. sitting in the front seat. Interesting. Yeah. Mm, well, I hope we get there because I am sick of driving. I hate like last night. I'm tired. I'm like, I could get yep. in this car, drive tired home at midnight. Yep. Like I would much rather push the button and let the robot drive me home. So I agree. I'm looking forward to this tunneled automated future. Yeah. So write, write us in. Let us know what you think about tunnels. I'll, I'll share some tunnel yes. videos with you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Well, definitely. Let's put some tunnel videos in the show notes. Um, yeah. There's one specifically. I think I tweeted about it one time and it was like okay. 45 minute video on tunnels Ooh. and it just was transfixed the whole let's time. So we'll put that one. We'll put that one in the show notes for sure. All right. Sounds good. All right, man. Have All right. You want to read week. us out? Yes. Uh, everybody follow us on uh, uh, mostly tech pod on X, uh, mostly technical.com. And mostly technical podcast at gmail.com. I was glad to see we got an email this week. And uh, so keep those coming if you have any feedback. And uh, we'll see you next week. See ya. Bye.